everyone, this is Hubert Krachwalski from Netom. It is my great pleasure to welcome you to our next episode of Crypto Talks podcast. Just a reminder, it's an episode four of our second season of this show, and I couldn't be more happy than today because I'm, I have a great honor to welcome Kasia Kazimierczak-Mrowinska, the CEO of Authentech. And uh, we are going to have a great discussion about the future of cryptocurrencies and especially what the identification technology means for the purpose of securing the future of financial systems and payments. Kasia, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Thank you very much, Hubert. And likewise, it's a great pleasure being here with you. And I believe this topic that we're going to discuss is going to be very exciting precisely um, taking into consideration the fact what is happening on the market, plus the global pandemic, all of those, I would say, macro factors will only increase the um, identity verification need and demand in the future. So I'm very happy to be part of, of your uh, podcast. And this is my very first podcast, and I'm very scared. <laughs> Please don't be scared. You'll, you'll see that our audience is very, uh, nice and accommodating. I hope we'll have a very, uh, very, very smooth discussion. And most importantly, what we will be sharing today will be of some relevance and will be useful for, for all our, um, our listeners. So maybe just to kick us off, uh, and this is a very important question because uh, today, uh, cryptocurrencies and identity verification technology is becoming more and more popular, but we can all appreciate how much effort it takes to build companies that are actually able to support uh, these functions. Would you be uh, so kind and share a few details about the, about your personal history and the history of Authentech? Why did you decide to work on, on, on such a specific topic and, and what was your road so far? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. So I would say that um, let's maybe start with Authentech. Um, Authentech is not a young company. It was established in 2016 in Iceland. Uh, so uh, the co-founders uh, uh, are uh, from Iceland. And it was not about the KYC, really. It was all about self-sovereign identity on the blockchain. And uh, by the time in 2017, actually 16, I worked for the blockchain company. I can call myself a blockchain grandma, really, because I was working already for the first uh, blockchain companies uh, back then. And one of the great use cases was Authentic. And I was uh, actually presenting um, uh, blockchain and the use cases of blockchain at a woman in blockchain in Berlin. Um, and I found out about Authentech and I really like those use cases about those self-sovereign identity, about uh, uh, in general identity problem back then I and mean, still how many people, like 3 billion people are without identities uh, according to United Nations. So all those numbers were quite uh, interesting for me. And then... Um, I would say two months later, I've been approached by a recruiter to actually be um, a part of Authentic, and I uh, took the role of the at the beginning of the uh, uh, chief operating officer. I'm the uh, chief executive officer since uh, uh, June last year, been appointed by Timothy Draper 
But in general, um, my background is in law and I was always interested in the identity. But then um, we need to add the component of the uh, blockchain and, of course, the cryptocurrency. So I would say this topic became more and more specialized, but it's uh, I would say every year has a different aspect. This year, I would say it's all about the crypto. That's why uh, we are talking here with you, because I think we can do together a great stuff about uh, uh, identity verification for crypto. Indeed. Uh, and thanks for sharing this. You mentioned over 3 billion or, or approximately 3 billion um, uh, citizens, global citizens, with, without formal ways of having identity and managing their identity. Uh, so this is one of the very important statistics. And for the purpose of this discussion, we have another one. Uh, and this is closely related to, to one of the reasons why cryptocurrency is becoming so popular. We have over 2 billion unbanked uh, citizens, globally speaking. And um, thinking about what we could do uh, from the technological perspective to the from the perspective of new offerings, there is a huge gap or, or associated potential with, with with this gap of all the potential consumers that are currently not banked. They do not have any uh, any any uh, access to financial products offered by cons- like traditional financial institutions such as retail banks, but at the same time they are not able to 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 leverage formal ways of uh, identification. So that is a, 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 for sure a huge and global problem. So from the perspective of Authentech, one of the one of the exciting ID verification technologies out there. Uh, why did you choose crypto uh, as as an important vertical? You mentioned that that it's all about crypto, but but for sure there are some important components uh, that make your technology especially relevant for cryptocurrency related businesses. Mm-hmm. That's a, actually a very good question. I would say identity verification for us is kind of the limit, really. Uh, so we can verify a lot of people from different industries. But I would say that is, um, but I would say you need to create a product market fit. So we were, uh, 40% of our customers are coming from crypto. And then, um, in order to, to, to get more and more, we have to, and we are still, um, facilitating the product, uh, our products and, and features to their needs. So, um, as I said, sky's the limit, but you cannot create a one product that fits everyone it's not possible that's why we um we understood what we need to do and what's and what is our needs on the market for the crypto industry so as an example i can give you that um for example aml our ongoing aml screening that's a must feature for any crypto industry that we are targeting and we have that feature uh, on the other hand, um, very important is also recently the KYC sharing um, and obviously a time. Uh, I was talking to on the conference of money 2020 with the um, those days MD of Coinbase. Um, it was a pleasure to chat with him for almost an hour. And he mentioned that uh, what is killing all of those uh, crypto markets is obviously a conversion rate. So conversion rate plays a vital role in any industry, but obviously in the crypto industries. Taking account, they have a lot of crypto platforms. 
and the uh, time is very sensitive. So we can provide with the identity verification with full KYC onboarding within 35 seconds. So, uh, and this is a fully AI uh, process. And also we don't compromise on the security. So I would say um, that time is the matter and also the features that actually uh, fits into the, the products and to the market are, are also uh, play the, the vital role. Um, and in terms of why actually crypto, I would say mainly because our main investor, uh, Timothy Draper, Arcon, is coming from a crypto market, from crypto market. Not really, but he uh, is very well known in crypto market and uh, we starting to get like a more and more clients and we see that uh, our products really fit into their needs. So that's why um, we targeting mainly uh, crypto markets. Also, it's a very emerging market currently, precisely in the US and also in the Middle East. Thank you for this extensive answer. So uh, just just to recap and make sure that I understand it correctly. So from one hand, it is an exciting industry growing. So obviously there is a lot of need for making sure that uh, that its growth is not interrupted by any security issues. On the other hand, the customers that are using crypto platforms are having particular expectations towards user experience and your product or technology fits quite well there because of the fact that, that you're able to provide an exhaustive ID verification check uh, much quicker than most of the uh, the, the competitive uh, solutions. So there's this user experience they mentioned there. And, and thirdly, um, from the demand perspective, so the platform perspective, they are bound by uh, by regulations to comply with the KYC AML onboarding procedures. Do, did I get it correctly, or or would you add anything else to this? No, you added uh, very correctly. And then I would also say that uh, we see a lot of challenges by onboarding customers in crypto markets, and the, most of those challenges are not even the technology, but actually regulations and compliance. Um, I would say that first is technology and then 10, lazy, uh, 10 uh, years later is law. So uh, we see that for the, in the GDPR and now also uh, uh, in terms of the, the crypto. So they are a particular cases uh, that uh, once we onboard the, the crypto users, uh, we have to take into considerations and they onboard so far 10,000 documents and uh, really some of them are super tricky. Like as a, an example I can give you, which is a very interesting example. They are, um, uh, ID cards in, um, uh, Sweden. Uh, they call that Swish ID, uh, also in France and in Venezuela. And they are one-sided documents. So every time we ask customer to do a, a, a picture of the two sides of the document, they don't understand why they need to take a picture of the other side because the other side is empty. Uh, so that sometimes is tricky really to, to, uh, teach, um, uh, customers uh, about the, uh, a proper, uh, way how to make, uh, onboarding because at the end of the day, they need to scan their own, uh, ID. And, uh, I would say, uh, with the crypto clients, 
it's a very interesting fact that they are coming from literally around the world. So we have seen many funny documents and different documents, like Malaysian documents. They, they are no difference between surname and name, the documents. And it's very hard to recognize. We had to teach our AI to really recognize what is the name and the, the, the surname. But those are a lot of cases. But I would say the, the regulation is actually something that it's the most tricky right now. Very. Thanks for sharing this, 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 this examples. Indeed, I believe when, when thinking about crypto, it's, it's pretty unique in many ways. But one, one that, that is particularly interesting is this, wherever you are registered as a company, crypto, crypto platform, like you will be able to attract customers from all around the globe. And, and then as a ID verification provider, you're immediately facing all of these complexities and, uh, and you need to be ready. Obviously you want to welcome all the good users, all the, all the good visitors and, and convert them into paying users. Uh, but at the same time, uh, dealing with what uh, is it uh, close to 200 geographies potentially must be really very difficult, especially as you, as you are entering this market. Do you, do you have any, any particular besides the ones that you mentioned, any particular very exotic geographies that you have in mind? But for instance, you had any particular issues with that, that are worth sharing? Absolutely. I even gathered them today just to make this uh, podcast more interesting, I would say. So a part of the document sharing, uh, the document scan, we also do a likeness detection, right? So we check whether that person that does uh, uh, onboarding is the real person. And then we do document scan and face matching. So there was a one customer from Texas that he tried to do the onboarding. Guess how many times? Just guess, Hubert. 95. 43 still. And uh at the end of the day, we had to use like a kind of like a manual intervention and check why he could not actually onboard himself. And there was a clear situation: please don't stand behind the light because you will not we will not see your face. You remove any type of hat or glasses, etc. This person was standing in the front of a window, like fully illuminated face with a glasses and with a hat. So think about cons- consu- um, like consumer engagement, all the statistics, how how passionate about the product offering the client was to try 43 times. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally, yeah. and the other. But one uh, one customer, there are a lot of like uh, interesting use cases. Maybe not for this podcast, uh, but a podcast after 10 p.m. I would say. Uh, because people does the verifications, I would say, in different places. Uh, really. What you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but there was like a, um, we had a client uh, that does a funeral marketplace. And uh, their clients could not pass lifeness. Obviously, the reason why, because they were not live anymore. Um, and then there was another client that he was trying to onboard his baby <laughs> instead of him, and he was taking picture of the baby. So yeah, there are a lot of uh, uh, use cases in terms of liveness, and a lot of use cases in terms of the the documents. Uh, they really many tricky one. And then this, for example, only in the United States, you have a uh, fifty different 
driving licenses that uh, people can onboard with. So we have to obviously train um, our AI in order to um, to be able to read all of those uh, documents from the United States. And also like from the Swedish ID, uh, you can actually onboard yourself with a credit card because that's a valid document in Sweden. So that's another like an interesting use case. Very interesting. Like, and I guess there are a lot of local and regional um, entities working on new forms of uh, smarter, more convenient identification. So this process of um, being ready and being able to accept as many uh, as many methods to, will not stop. So maybe this is a good starting point for a second part of the discussion where I wanted to ask you about what is ahead of you. Like when you are thinking about cryptocurrency and ID verification, And, and obviously as much as you can share from your tech roadmap, product roadmap, business roadmap, obviously I'm trying to get some insight here, but who will be perfectly respecting any sensitive, uh, like uh, the fact that you might uh, not be able to reveal, but, but still hoping that there is something you can share about what is ahead. I'm sure our audience is very interested to, into these trends and understanding firsthand what ID verification of tomorrow will be all about when it comes to cryptocurrencies. That's a great question. And again, um, I will not able to disclose everything because we are working on something very um, exciting and hopefully we can uh, meet each other on another podcast and then I can reveal what's that, uh, I would say, new product is. But the most important is not only to do the KYC uh, for crypto, but actually to retain the customer. So the customer can use your product again and again and again. Um, and we are building something that will help customers to retain by Authentic. That's what I can disclose. Um, and very interesting, um, working just for crypto markets. Maybe we can extend in the future for some other areas, but only now focusing on, on, on crypto. Very interesting. Like, uh... There are several questions I would like to ask, but I will I will really spare them for for this next occasion you you mentioned, and uh, we will be very excited to get back to this discussion when you are ready to announce this. Another topic, and this is a little bit more related to what we do at Naton, is um, actually um, combining ID verification with other technologies. Like personally, or as a company at Naton, we have been developing our passive biometrics continuous authentication module so that we are able to recognize a user that comes back to the platform, not necessarily or not at all by means of checking their ID or conducting any liveliness check. This is not our expertise. Uh, there are other great companies such as yours uh, to be able to do this. But from the perspective of profiling what is happening with the device, with the with the network characteristics, so how the device is connecting with the with the platform and through the behavioral aspect of typing on the keyboard or using the mobile device in a particular manner. So thinking about uh, these other technologies, passive biometrics, just as an example, but maybe other tech solutions that you are observing, uh, are there any any that you would like to name or or, or maybe uh, maybe mention any, any cooperations that you have been working on or at least you that you find some of these te technical solutions to be quite complementary to what you are doing? At yes, Authentic. absolutely. Uh, I would say like... Um... What you guys are doing, it's, it's great. That's why I think having a partnership with you would be, is a really tremendous 
thing for both of us because currently you know your device and know your customer they should complement with each other really so that's one thing but the other thing is that you always need to think forward and uh, have some other features that nobody have it on the market so i would say that we from we have few partnerships but one of the i would say kind of like a remarkable one it's a partnership of confirm that we extend our offer for the transaction aml screening so no, we cannot only offer uh like a regular aml on the person but also on transaction so it's really perfect because with neton we can extend the offer for by a um, passive biometry and uh, plus uh, confirm uh, with aml transactions plus we also do a regular aml plus we also do the nfc scanning uh, so really like with that combined offer you have a turnkey product for each customer that are uh, wants to use crypto so you have a uh, everything i would say in one device check aml kyc transactions really like a turnkey product i would say that's a, a great offering that i haven't really seen on the market uh but uh, thanks for sharing like this is definitely uh, we are strong believers in really working in the groups of uh, tech solutions and uh, making sure that um that we are able to bring the value propositions together because at the end of the day we should be mostly concerned about what the value we are able to provide to the customer throughout the particular use case so uh, this absolutely. is a great absolutely that's why I, i as i said at the beginning you cannot build a product that fits all of those needs in order to gain a market share you need to build a product that is a specific for um for industry and our product is specific for crypto industry it really ticks all of those boxes uh yes so that is uh, indeed very um this is the direction that we are trying to follow so hopefully we'll be both uh, and all seeing Uh, more and more uh, developments into this direction are there any thoughts uh, thinking about something else that we can share with our audience just as a reminder these are usually professionals that are especially keen on figuring out and learning more about where the technology within cryptocurrency space is moving towards any observations uh, any recent findings maybe any source of of a uh, good source of information like such as a source uh, like a website or a blog or a newsletter that you are part of that you are able to share so that someone would be able to take away from this session as well absolutely so uh i would say stay tuned uh for uh it should be this week if not the latest next week uh for our first uh, forbes piece uh in regards to the crypto so uh we are in the forbes business council and uh, our uh, main uh, specializations is a crypto uh uh the next uh, uh article uh i would like to write uh, together with you hubert um as well about to write about the technology um but we want to uh uh definitely share with uh probably will share on linkedin so hubert you can share also on the linkedin with the listeners of that podcast and uh, i would say 
we are having a very a good quality materials about uh, guides on the crypto, about uh, guides in general in gambling, age verifications. They all of them you can find on our uh, our LinkedIn uh, website or our website. Uh, we sharing them uh, quite often, and uh, um, they are a good quality uh, pieces of 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 articles. And uh, if you want to hear a little bit or listen a little bit or read a little bit more uh, who we are and what we do, I encourage you to to see the LinkedIn. On behalf of everyone listening, thanks a lot for this. Uh, definitely, I will also personally take a look at this and 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 invite others to to do so. Kasia, it has been a, a tremendous pleasure to have this call with you. Likewise, thank you very much, Hubert. We are looking forward to to the continuation and we'll be patiently observing the next developments and the product releases that you are a little bit suspiciously hinting towards. So uh, so fingers crossed for that. And um, I like um, to keep the excitement, you know. Yes, that makes perfect. <laughs> and uh, and and uh, last final word is to to our great audience. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, stay tuned for the episode five of season two. Uh, that should be uh, available for you in the very short future. Thanks a lot for listening. Stay tuned. Thank you. Bye-bye.